This is the Let's Go Win Podcast with your host, J.M. Ryerson. What is happening? Welcome back to Let's Go Win Podcast. I am J.M. Ryerson for Tuesday Tune Up. And to my right, I have my lovely co-host. Good morning. It's Lisa Ryerson. So today we're uh, we are talking about something that I do a lot. I don't even know if you do this. I, I should know this, but we are talking about daily reminders. So you guys know putting my bathroom, my goals always go on my bathroom mirror. What you may or may not know is I also put my daily reminders and there happens to be seven of them currently. But do you do this? I, I guess I've never asked you or really looked close enough to see. No, I like to be able to see myself in the mirror in the mornings and not have my mirror completely covered in paper, uh, which is what his mirror looks like. Um, No, but I do have in my notes, so I have a daily to-do list, right? I love lists. It's it's crazy, but it's the only way I can get through all my stuff for the day. So I have a daily like notes list on my phone, but at the very top, I have a reminder of what I'm focusing on for that month. So for example... It could be for that month, love, like making sure I'm opening my heart that month. And then when I feel like I'm, you know, on a good track with that and and doing a really good job with it, then I'll switch it to something else like patience or which I need a lot of (laughs) patience. That one has been on my notes list for many a month. Um, Yeah. Then I'll switch to something else to focus on. Yeah, that's interesting because uh, I do the same, but mine will be up there for years before I'll take them down. So I have seven daily reminders. I will go through them, kind of get your take on what you think, because the whole idea of these are eventually, I used to have 13. And then finally, six of those just became kind of part of who I was. And so I didn't have to remind myself to do it. It just naturally did. But these are the seven areas and I have another one that I want to already throw on. So next year I'll take one off, hopefully, and maybe it becomes eight daily reminders, but it's seven. So the first one is have a growth mindset always. You know that's important to me and everything that I do. I try to always have that, but there are times where I catch myself not having a growth mindset. And it is something, for instance, technology, as you know, not necessarily my favorite thing to do. <laughs> And so a lot of times I'll either play the dumb card or just say it's not my thing. And the truth is, it's not something I really enjoy, but it could be something if I truly had a growth mindset. So without judgment, do you have any (laughs) thoughts on that? By the way, without judgment, yes, it is important to have a growth mindset. I too have times where I'm not, you know, I'm not in that mindset for certain things because I'm like, nope. Don't want to do it. Don't like enjoying it. All that stuff. So anyhow, with the growth mindset with you and technology, it's pretty funny. You're actually getting really good at it. You don't know it, but I've, you know, have kind of pushed you into doing things and you're doing a great job. So keep it up, bud. Yeah. So maybe I need to figure out having a growth mindset because for instance, quick side note yesterday, fixing things, not, I'm not Mr. Handyman, but yesterday I swear to you, everything was, Oh, Jam, you could build this. Oh, Jam, you could fix this. Oh, Jam. And yes, I can, but man, do I really, really, really not enjoy doing it. 
So uh, maybe I have to work on my mindset. And we call you Daddy MacGyver now because you were so amazing yesterday. No one calls me that. She calls me that. (laughs) It's not even true. Uh, My second one was, is be a leader at all times. And I don't think this one will ever come off. I think um, so often that in being a leader, sometimes you're being a follower too. That means to get in line. And so this is one I don't think will ever come off. Um, but it is, as you know, with the daily affirmations with our kids, being a leader is just really important to me that, that we show them that and that I hopefully show up that way in the world as well. So I don't know any thoughts. Yeah, I think that is a really, really important one for sure. That's something that I constantly remind myself of. Um, you know, especially we're in a new neighborhood now, we're meeting a lot of awesome, amazing humans, but not all humans get along with each other, right? And so I will sometimes get, you know, from all sides, like people talking about other humans and those people talking about other, I mean, it's just, you know, it's going to happen. And I always have to remind myself, like, I'm a leader and we're going to just push those to the side. Like, you know what? I see good in every single human and I stand up for every single person in our neighborhood. And so that's been a real, like... Not fun, but it's been a challenge for me for sure. And I take it on as a challenge and I get really excited when I'm like, no, this is what I see. And, you know, if somebody's talking bad about somebody, I go, this is what I, the good traits I see in that human. No, you're right. And that that's not an easy one sometimes. And, you know, to do, especially as you are meeting people and it's a yeah. natural conversation, not even talking bad, but just talking. Right, right. Yeah, no, that makes sense. My third one, respond, not react. Quite literally, the reason I, I did meditate was for this and still do for this because believe it or not, most people think, Oh, just calm. Never had. No, dude, I have a temper and it's, it's, it boils. And so if I were to react, it's going to go poorly for everyone involved. So again, last night, I, all I wanted to do was just get to bed by <laughs> like 10 o'clock. And of course at nine forty nine, Lisa's like, Hey, got a little project. Can you come fix Let's let's go ahead and have to take apart the entire cabinet to fix this cord. That's what it felt like. <laughs> and <Embellishing>. so <laughs> my reaction was going to be really bad, but I responded and said, not what I want to do, but sure. But I felt even at, I patted myself on the back <laughs> as I walked to the bathroom because I was like, gosh, all I wanted to do was snap that tool <laughs> But I was able to get it done. Yes. This one is hard for me. Mm. I think you do a really good job with it. Um, But I also feel like you're a boiling pot a lot of times. Like you respond, you respond, you respond. And then when the reaction comes, it's like, no. (laughs) I mean, that's obviously that's the way you interpret it. So that Mm -hmm. might be what's happening. What I would tell you is that was happening inside. <laughs> I just did a better job. It's going to, I'm going to get it later. I'm sure at some point. Um, but that is something that I have, a. you know, I, that is a big challenge for me for sure, because I'm a reactor. But what I'd have to say is that I react and then it's gone and it's out of my system and I move forward. No, that's fair. That's fair. I, I just know this when I, when I react emotionally, Typically, I'm not making the the best decisions. I am, uh, again, some of the things I may not want to say or do come out. So that's the whole reason I want to be able to control that. 
That doesn't mean that I won't be authentic, but it's going to come out in the way that I would like it to be presented, not just some visceral, like, you know, response. The fourth one, and this is probably the one that might come down because I feel, I feel like this comes to me naturally and you call me excessive love and play full out. And (laughs) I hope actually somebody asked me the other day on a podcast, what would if I asked your your closest people around you, what would be the one word they'd say about you? And for you, I knew the word <laughs> immediately. It's excessive. excessive. Everything I do is excessive. I know that. But my hope, like my kids, if they were to ask them, I would hope that it's just the word love comes out. That would be my hope. I don't know if that's what it would be. Actually, it'd be a fun exercise. But that is my hope is to love and give 100%. Sometimes that drives you bonkers. But it's just the way I like to operate through the through life and give a hundred percent. So I don't know. What do you? Sometimes it's too much love. It's excessive <laughs> love. So for example, it is very very hot here in Florida right now. Right, like crazy hot. It's not, but okay. Okay, it's ninety to ninety three degrees with about ninety percent humidity. It is wet. Like really good for your skin. (laughs) Uh, You get to sweat a lot, excessive sweating. There should be no fat people in Florida ever, but go ahead. (laughs) Well, so when I'm out and we're playing pickleball the other day and I'm just, I'm sweating your sweat. It's just gross, right? It's excessive amounts of sweat. And of course, JM loves and loves and loves excessively. And he had to come over and just give me the biggest sweatiest, hug and kiss and everything. And it was just gross. Someday I will not be on this planet earth and you're going to want that sweaty hug. No, just remember this. no, no, no. Okay. <laughs> Take that one off your list. I think it might come down. I really do. Uh, this one probably will not. And that's be in the now fully engaged. And that is uh, be present in the now and fully engaged. Excuse me. I think it's such a challenge for any of us to always be completely present. Um, especially when the lazy bone kicks in, you know what I'm saying? Like, for instance, Trey wants to go fish every single day. And I would think, had you asked me prior to being a dad, I would have been like, yeah, let's go fishing with my son at any time. No, man, (laughs) it's so much work. (laughs) I'm like fixing it. Every other cast. I'm just, okay. Uh, this isn't that fun anymore. So I'm struggling being present with that one, I will admit. Um, but it is something that I try to give 100 just like this, right? Trying to give 100% to this audience right now and not thinking about, you know, where the kids are, why is a garage door slamming, all the things that are happening. <laughs> um, but that that's one that I definitely, I don't think I'll ever come down. Yeah, that's something I work on every single day. And I know that where I am most... Um, cognizant of it, I think, is when I'm out to dinners Mm. with friends and family. So, you know, this whole iPhone thing, right? I mean, this started, I don't even know how long the iPhone's been out for, but I just remember I had a flip phone. All my girlfriends had an iPhone. It was probably, what, 15, 20 years ago. And we're at dinner and they're all on their iPhones. And I just remember sitting there and of course my flip phone, there was nothing exciting about my flip phone. And I just remember going, gosh, like, this is crazy, right? We're at dinner together. You are all on your phones and I'm sitting here with my lame flip phone. (laughs) And 
So it was always something, um, but then moving forward, when I got my iPhone, I got totally sucked into it, right? And then I went, oh, I understand now. There's all these apps and there's all these fun things and all this great stuff. And I get sucked into that easily, right? When I wake up, first thing is I'm on my phone. But what I do work on really hard is every morning when you wake up, I put down my phone and I come give you love. I don't even know if you remember, if you notice that. I do. I do realize that and I do appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Even mm-hmm. though I may not say it as I'm opening mm-hmm. my eyelids, but I do appreciate <laughs> it very much. No, it is. I mean, look, the phone thing is the easiest one to go to. I right. remember my dad, we walked into a restaurant and he said, look, and literally of the 12 people in the waiting room, 11 were on their phones. I think mm-hmm. the one child didn't have one. And... So it is. I mean, it's part of our modern era, what right. we live in, but I don't know at what cost. So it is something to be aware of, if nothing. Yeah. And so at dinners, I always put away my phone. I make sure I'm present. We're having great conversations. You know, one fun game that I know we've played before with our friends is we put all our phones in the middle of the table. And then whoever goes to pick up their phone first pays for the entire the bill. bill. Yep. I like it. <laughs> The next one is obviously personal to you and me, and that's just keep perspective. And in parentheses, I have Dick Fong. And every time I have a problem, I think to myself, man, I wish, I, I think Dick wants to have this problem. Mm-hmm. What I mean by that is he he passed away far too early um, and has three little girls. And it just gives me perspective that any challenge I'm having, just imagine that you're not here. You would want that challenge. Right. That's the whole idea. And this one will never come off, A, because every time I look at that, and I can see you're tearing up, so I'll I'll take (laughs) this segment. Every time I look at that, it reminds me of him. It makes me smile. And it also allows me to say, you know what? Embrace the suck. Embrace the challenge. It's really not that bad. And the last one is be courageous, have fun, and transcend. And as you know, those are... Our three cultural values, um, you know, maybe fun it would be the only one because I think the two I, I have pretty good. I forget to have fun sometimes, especially when I go in work mode and you oh, are so good to check on totally. me on it. So it's like it's funny. I coach on this. I try to show up that way in my daily life. Mm-hmm. But when I get into work mode, sometimes I'm not having a great time. And there's another time where you're not fun sometimes. When we play pickleball together and we are not winning, it is not fun. And I'm still out there joking and laughing and you're like, let's go. We got to win this. Come on. (laughs) I don't enjoy losing. Fair. However, when you put it in the net seven straight times and you have the skills that you have, I lost the part of having fun. (laughs) It just went away. Sorry. Um. Yeah, your your girl was a little sore from working out. Okay. But regardless, <laughs> I did have fun that day. I don't enjoy losing necessarily, but I learned something. Lisa shouldn't work out two days in a row before a pickleball tournament. Yeah, I think two days. I need to go back to my two days a month of workout. <laughs> anyway, the idea here, guys, is I call them the daily reminders, mantras. You can call it whatever you want. It's it's things that aren't necessarily innate to us, but they they're the way that you want to show up in the world. These have been as important to me as the goals because and I'm putting it out there. So now everybody that sees me can check me on these things if I'm not doing it. But I like that. I like the accountability and it's something that 
I do try to share, especially with the family, so they know, hey, these are the expectations I have for myself. That doesn't mean I'm always going to perform that way. In fact, I fail at this a lot, but it's the way I want to show up in the world. So I don't know. uh, Any thoughts you have before we wrap up? Well, the perspective piece, I'm going to go back to that real fast because that one's really important to me. Um, You know, as most of you know, my brother did pass away at a very young age. and, And I feel like because of that, I know that every day is not a guarantee. So I truly try to live every day like it's my last day, right? Like, I mean, we're going to have fun at some point of the day. Now, not all days are going to be fun, obviously, but it definitely keeps perspective. And something that has helped me is helping others see that too. So for example, you know, we had a neighbor and she was complaining about, uh, you know, basically she has to drive her kids all around. I mean, we all do, right? Any, any parent out there that has kids, you have to drive them, you Uber them around for free all day long. But what happens is that, um, you know, she was kind of complaining about that. And I said, you know what? I go, how awesome is it that you get to do that for your children? Because there's people out there that can't have children, right? And she goes, oh my gosh, you're so right. Thank you for giving me that perspective. So it's really important to make sure to always keep perspective. No, it's it, no question about it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my ask for today, you guys, uh, as we finish up, rate and review, please, We for the podcast. We want to grow be, because we feel like we're bringing value. Those of you that do listen, tell us we are. So if you could, when you get off, if you liked it, rate, review it, uh, share it with people, and let's get this podcast growing even bigger because it's truly the platform I love to do, and I drag Lisa along every Tuesday to do them <laughs> as well. Um, but until next time, you guys continue to transcend in life. We'll talk to you then. Thank you so much for listening. If this content is delivering value to you, please make sure to subscribe, rate, and review us. That helps us build this community, and that is what we are all about. Building this community as big as we can, helping as many people as we can, and deliver as much value as possible. Be sure to head over to letsgowinpodcast.com for information on my coaching courses and make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn at Let's Go Win 365. Let's go win and transcend in life. This is the Let's Go Win Podcast with your host, J.M. Ryerson. 